Hello world and welcome to Let's Get Dangerous, the podcast about dangerous activities and whether or not you should do them. My name is Stephen Denham. Joining me as always... Crack King, Maddie Cafo, what's up in the house? <laughs> let's get cracking, boys. We're doing Let's Get Dangerous today. Roll the intro. Wait, no, we can't roll the intro yet. Sorry, my bad. That's your No, you are not the Crack King. I want to make that abundantly clear. Damn. Also, we have our intern V with us. Hey, hello. How are we? Did you call her an intern? <laughs> yes, I did. She's not an intern? I thought I got a promotion. What happened? Yeah. You're not getting paid for this. Like, Neither none of us are, are getting paid. <laughs> yeah, but, but we, we, I mean, you can't, that's an intern. <laughs> what the fuck? We had a whole discussion like, oh my God, there's hairs on my table. <laughs> so weird. You know what? I'm going to bring this back on track. I want to bring up something you said last week, Matt. Okay, yeah. Something that uh, got my goat stuck in my craw, if you will. Jesus Christ. These are a lot of idioms you're throwing at me <laughs> that I didn't expect. I was doing my intro. You cut me off and yeah. took me to task for sounding too professional. Yeah, yeah, I remember you're, that. Yeah, you're criticizing me for like how I sound yeah. before the podcast, which yeah, is yeah. like, first of all, to the listeners, that's not a thing. Awesome. Oh, what? that's not a thing. Like, I don't exist outside of this podcast. Oh. Secondly, you're an actor, and you're basically criticizing me for my ability to instantly turn it on. Yeah, Matt, I've got beef, and that's our topic this week. Beef. Wait, like eating beef? No, having beef. Having beef with someone. We're gonna have beef. Let's get dangerous. Roll that intro. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. So it's getting dangerous with a pancreas. Is a pancreas dangerous? And we're back. The topic. You got beef with me, motherfucker? <laughs> Oh, it's on now. Oh, I'm fucking angry. I'm ready to fuck. Nice. I've been ready to fuck my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Matt, I, I do don't you... know what you've started, boy. <laughs> I, I've been living on the streets all my life, okay? I was raised on the streets. You only adopted the streets. Okay, V, explain to Matt that I don't actually have beef with him. That was a storytelling device to set up the concept for the show. No, I think you do though. Yeah. Like oh. a little bit. A little bit, okay. Yeah. I see it in the in the way you look at me. I think we're gonna have to unpack this. Alright, alright. So what is what is beef to you then? Well just uh, as a concept. As a concept, well, it's very simple. Beef is like having um like you can have beef with someone that you dislike, right? Is that correct? Mm. But you can also have koji beef with someone that you dislike of the Asian Orient. <laughs> Is that inappropriate to say? So inappropriate. <laughs> Is that bad to say? I love that you're like, I want to make a thing about literal beef, but I don't want to be basic, so I'll just I'll it dress was, it up. It was clever wordplay. Um, I, I, yeah, it was clever. It was silly. I, I, I re- can I retract that statement? Too late. I will retract it. Anyone, any viewers that got angry at that, or listeners even? Why do I always call them viewers? Any listeners? No one's watching this. You. Fucking idiot! Who Matt. would watch this? I got turns to camera now. You turn to camera, Jimmy. You, gym, you gymmed it. Stop gymming it. Stop gymming the podcast. No one can see the gymming. So, B, we understand beef is just like an intense disagreement or dislike. I think so. It doesn't even have to be intense. It could just be really minor. I have beef with New Zealand, and I have no reason why. 
What? <laughs> yeah, because they're New Zealanders and I'm Australian. I don't know why there's a beef there, but because of their nationality, for some reason, I have to have beef with them. I don't Especially like, during football. I don't like this new quasi-racist character you're playing, Matt. This isn't quasi-racist. This is a known fact. Every every country has its own beef with another country or another state or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like Australia and New Zealand as countries. But like you're implying that you, Matthew Cafo, have a personal rivalry with the nation of New Zealand. If I want to rep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what flag am I repping here? Right? What flag am I rep? I'm not repping the Matthew Cafo flag, or right? I don't have a flag. If I did, it would be something really wicked. Oh like God! A, what like is a, what like is the Matthew Cafo flag? Like Tell a me. Pink dot right in the middle with like an axim or something like that, right? Like a kind of like a pointing in all directions. Like we can go anywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, and then just a, a like big big white white flag around that. It's like with like some sort of Latin terminology, like uh, et tu anus. Something you, like that. That'd too, be pretty you cool. You too, butthole? <laughs> Wait, All that's right. what anus means? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're the actor. I am the actor. An actor! An actor! Um, it's like so many episodes we've done. It's the first time we've ever done that on the podcast. I've had beef before, man. You have had beef, actually. I was... Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? Oh, I think you know I was hoping this would come up. Yeah, you're... Yeah. yeah. I once had... A real life, this is real, listeners. I once had a real life beef with a rapper, a local rapper here in T-Bar or Toowoomba or The Womb, depending on what your, you know, yeah. conjunction is for it, right? His name was Om Dog. My name was MC Mash. And I took him to town. I didn't take him out on the town. I took him, I took it to him. I, I took the raps to him. And it was pretty awesome. It was pretty epic, actually. I was really hoping this would come up. Please sum up as best as you can the MC Mash on dog beef. And, and when it gets appropriate, I'll talk about my role in it. Okay, yeah, sure. So it once start, It was started like in 2010, something like that, right? Uh, I was overseas in Germany uh, just living my life, you know? Just casually living my life, traveling the world. Nothing too extravagant. Anyway, that's irrelevant, right? But uh, on dog, he just dropped his first beat with a rap uh, mm. it wasn't a beat it was a so rap what, what was beat, his first one then his first one was called toowoomba state of mind that was his first ever wow i think it was the first one he released okay because uh, like that was comparatively it's not great but compared to a lot of other things he's done it's better like i thought like he started shit like really really shit and just had built up to like just just shit yeah it's yeah. so, like he got worse he kind of got worse in some... The problem with Om Dog was that he didn't understand timing. Uh, he needed a metronome just to be playing in the background or even just... all he, he just needed a reference, like a grandfather clock in the studio that ticks with that pendulum swing. Like a metronome. Like Which a is metronome. pretty standard in a studio, yeah. Right, but he uh, didn't seem to have that because he'd always be either behind or in front of the bars. Now, that's okay to do... If you're like, I don't know, MF Doom, right? And yeah. you know what you're doing and you're purposely subverting expectations. Yeah, you're pulling people away so that you can pull it back in. Yeah, Exactly. But he never pulled it back in, right? He just kept pulling people away. And they're like, is this going to get good? I feel like this is going to get good. And it never got good. He once asked me, this is how it all started. He said, hey, Maddie, check out my new rap. And I, it was on Facebook and I uh, checked it out. And I was like, wow, it was really bad. You've heard it. Yeah. To a state of mind. Listeners, if you haven't heard it, look it up on YouTube. Get into a fight for a pack of Winnie Blues tomorrow. See that shit 
on Win News. Oh Except like with like no timing or cadence. Yeah, I mean you were close. That was pretty good. The the whole pausing when he realized he syllabically didn't have the right amount of like yeah. you know line to fit that line. So he he uh, he would pause in between to get on win news. Oh my god! So anyway, I gave him some constructive criticism. I okay, said, okay. Uh, this is bear in mind. This is your version of constructive criticism. Okay, yes, it's my yeah. version of constructive criticism. And I said, hey, man, yeah, just listen to it. Um, not great. <laughs> and, and he said, and he said, oh, also, I should preface that he asked me for feedback. Yeah, okay. So this, I assumed this he was wasn't serious. just unsolicited. Okay. It wasn't unsolicited feedback. I assumed he was serious about my feedback. And I'm not a rapper. Because I, 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 I get unsolicited feedback sometimes. Mm. And I'm sure like every woman listening is going, yeah, you get that sometimes. That's nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> why? Because women get unsolicited constantly, feedback constantly. Yeah, yeah women, know, stop woman. getting unsolicited feedback. Yeah, it's your fault. Stop asking for it. Jeez. Um... <laughs> We just got a vocal oh, from V. Yeah, you own that. Um, so uh, anyway, he uh, I gave him this feedback. He said, oh, don't be a hater, bro. He doesn't actually sound like that, but uh, for the sake of the story, it's good. Yeah, for the sake of like the story, we've got to make him sound as ridiculous as possible. Yeah, as ridiculous yeah. as possible. It's like a form of straw manning, but I'm okay with it. And he also has a huge jawline. So imagine him trying to talk with that anyway. It's going to be like, it's too heavy. So he's like, hey, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, right? Um I don't actually hate this guy, but <laughs> it's, it's funny for the for the beef. It's kind of a... I'm in this weird stage where, like, I like Lachlan Olm, mm. but Olmy slash Olm Dog can fuck off. You know, you know the thing that grinded my gears with his raps is that he never tried to... He, he, he did raps where he was trying to be hard. You know, like, kind of like... Uh, what do they call that? Like, grind... No, grind... No, like, yeah, it's like grind rap. No, it's not grind rap. It's something like that. Anyway, it's it's from the UK. It's like real heavy like kind grime? of grime, grime with grime. an M. Grime. Yeah, grime. And then there's another one in in Sydney that's like taking over the rap scene at the moment, which is like kind of like gangster rap, but it's got a specific word for it. Anyway, he was trying to do that sort of stuff, but he would talk about not drinking alcohol and trying to make that hard, and it was just it just seemed so out of place. Which is the sort of thing if. You were just like, if your whole stick was like, I'm white and I'm just making fun of hip hop, like you're going to go to these kind of like, I didn't steal my car and that makes me tough. Speaking of stealing, his raps never included uniquely produced beats. Yeah. They were always ripped from famous uh, hip hop artists. Toowoomba State of Mind specifically was ripped from Jay-Z. Jay-Z's Jay's. New York State of Mind, right? And um, and it was exactly the same, just with him trying to rap over it. And then he had Mallory Valorant. I don't know what her last name is. <laughs> Valorant's a game. I know that, but it's something similar to that. And she, she, I don't like her, by the way, but she, uh, she would sing. She had a great voice. It was fine, right? But she would be like, Toowoomba, kind of country. No, we don't ride rules. <laughs> that was the line. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. Oh, my God, in Toowoomba. Yeah, we got farms too. Yeah, we got farms too. No, we don't really. Toowoomba doesn't have farms. We like, used to. I want to know, like, did she write that bit or was she just given those lyrics and was like, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, actually. Good good point. Maybe I'm um, maybe I'm criticizing her 
uh, too But then much. it's not like... Yeah, it's not like Olmi has proved otherwise that he's a lyrical genius. So, like, those bad lyrics are clearly someone oh, but else's. he did say that he was a lyrical genius in one of his raps. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like citing yourself as a reference. Fuck you, MF Doom. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're not a lyrical genius. What do you got, like, 18,000 word vocabulary? Get the fuck out of here, yeah. MF Doom. Meet Lachlan Olm, the Olm dog, the rapper from T-Bar. All right? Can I can I say um I kind of talked about this beef on stage once. Oh, you did. Um, during um, my um Brisbane Funny Fest show last year, mm-hmm. I kind of have this other bit about um Toowoomba experiences, things that yeah. are very unique to us. Yeah. And like normally it requires a lot of footnotes and a lot of explaining, but for some reason I think I had some like people who'd come for the show from Toowoomba, like former Toowoomba people. They mm. just got it, so I'm like I'm going to take a chance here. So I'm like guys, one more Toowoomba experience. T-Bar repping it, and I hold the mic out, and like half the room shouts back, ain't nothing wrong with that. Which is one of his songs. Yeah, T-Bar ripping it, ain't nothing wrong with that. T-Bar ripping it, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what, to be honest, that song wasn't too bad. Like that actually, that he was on he was on time most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. You know, um, and it, it, it's kind of catchy. Like as much as you hate it, yeah, it's kind of catchy. There was this one line from it, uh, would you want to go and party at the Goldie? Fuck that, I'm going to stay and chill with Army. And Is um, he going to chill with him? Is that what he means? No, it was like for like this is like another person talking. Oh, I guess. Oh right, gotcha. But um, yeah. so he was playing multiple characters in his songs. I was on cool. surfers for a gig, and my friend Pete, who was also on the lineup, just took a photo of us on like the beach at surfers, and then tagged Omi in it. Like, why would I want to stay? Well, what I want to stay in chill with Omi when I've got a gig at the Goldie, and then Omi responded, "Hey, nice looking, good fellas." He's such a nice guy. Yes, this, this is, is like years thing. after we like this very publicly dragged him. He's like, yeah, looking good, fellas. Even even during all this beef. And you know what? Like, I have nothing against Olmi. It was purely like, okay, so this is, I, sh- I, should, pref- I should get to the point where the beef started. Yeah. So I, I gave him the feedback and I said, like, I, I gave him some notes. I said, like, it seems like you're off time a little bit. Also, maybe don't steal people's songs and put them on the internet as if they're your own. Um, and then he said, oh, don't be a hater, bro. Don't be a hater. And I was like, I'm not hating. I'm just giving you some feedback. And then he's like, oh, you couldn't even rap even if you tried. And, 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 and I know you. There's one thing you mm. don't do. It's to be like, oh, yeah, well, you couldn't do it. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't spite me, okay? Yeah. You don't spite me. It feeds my very essence. I For will... the record, I got Matt to host this podcast with me by saying, yeah, bet you couldn't host a podcast. Exactly, and then here I am, and I'm still you trying to prove host, you wrong. Hosting the shit out of this podcast, I gotta say. My goodness, I spite drives me. You know, I became an actor because Carl Bernstone in grade, I think it was ten or nine. Grade nine, we were at uh, Sunset Super Bowl, yeah, uh, which is a bowling alley here in Toowoomba. And he said, "What are you gonna do when you graduate school?" And I said, "I think I'm gonna be an actor, man." And he goes. Oh, uh, no, nah, I don't think you'd be good at that. I think Luke would be good at that. And then I was like, just got so angry. My whole body was shaking. You know how when you, if you have a sibling and you like, when you're younger, you like, they, they steal your controller or something like that and you want to hurt them, but you can't hurt them because you know you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But also you have like remorse and, and empathy. So you don't want to actually hurt them. So you push them down and you just shake your whole body like showing how resistant you are being (laughs) you're like i have willpower here i could crush you right but you don't that's kind of how i was in that moment i i was so mad and then um i became an actor and i've been working professionally as an actor how much more different your life would be 
if Carl had just randomly been like, yeah, I don't think you have it in you to drive an ice cream truck, Matt. I would have driven an ice cream truck, no question. And then I would have sold that ice cream truck and then made bajillions because I heard they are, they go for a pricey sum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To suckers. <laughs> to suckers. Yeah, take that, you Get fool. in, make it look like a fun, free, sexy industry. First, get I people buy to buy the in. Ice cream truck. Then I make the dollars. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, all me beef, all me beef. All me beef. Uh, so anyway. You've fallen right into my trap, by the way. I think this episode was really just a thin pretense to talk about all me beef. I, I kind of got that when he brought the beef up. I was like, oh, yeah, he wants the beef. He, <laughs> he wants to hear the beef. And this is the only real beef that I've ever had in my life. And it was, it was so contrived, but not contrived at the same time. Well, that's the thing. Like, I know people in comedy who have, like, very public online feuds, but are mates. And, like, they will start when one person just Instagrams the other and just says, we're feuding. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was that, but we didn't discuss it there was no there was no i'm gonna feud with you now motherfucker it just happened i i got back from germany and the first thing i did while i was in germany i'd written a rap uh because i was furious that he said i could not rap fuck him man oh that really got me going and because spite it feeds me right like oxygen does yeah and so i um i started writing this rap it was sick ish right um it was okay as a rap but we, we I got back to, to, to Toowoomba and I needed to do it at the open mic night. I was going to do it at yeah. the open mic night. I approached you, Stevie D. Yes. And I said, I've got this rap. Wait, did I do that first? Or did, did we write the music first? Or did we? Did I just perform it first? You wrote the rap. I can't remember if you performed it first. I think you'd shown me the rap privately. You know what I did? It was when uh, everyone was playing like the whole kit. There was a whole band on yeah. stage. And I got up and I said, can I just do a rap? And, and they all, you guys all just played some background music, jamming out, and then I rapped over the top yeah. of it. Then we decided that we needed to make an actual beat for the rap. Yeah, that's what happened. And people heard the song for the first time, lost their minds. It was hilarious because everyone was thinking, wow, Om Dog is shit, but no one was saying it. They were all like kind of talking to each other about yeah. it. No one come out publicly with a whole song dissing Om Dog. And there I was, MC Mash, it was a working title. MC Mash. <laughs> it's, still, it's stuck. It's still a working yeah. title. It could be working harder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and I was on stage and I made everyone lose their shit. And then word got back to Om Dog and thus the feud between MC Mash and Om Dog began. When you say word got back and the feud began, what you really mean is that we did that song every week for months on end until eventually he came and confronted us about it. Here's the thing, your memory may be that, but this isn't, this isn't my memory of that. I'm pretty sure, no, you're right. No, okay, I got back in July. Yeah. I was back uh, in 2011, this was. I got back in 2011, July. I only had six months before I disappeared again. So we only had six months of this feud. Mm. This beef only lasted six months, but boy, it burnt out like a bright star. <laughs> it was fiery, it was passionate. There was so much going on. Um, I'd written three, two more raps after the yeah. on dog diss, which also were met with mixed reviews. Um, but uh, Om Dog even wrote a, wrote a repeat, like a diss to he me. He wrote the diss back. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. And how was, much? Of, how much of that do you remember? I don't remember any of it. I'm pretty sure he's taken it offline as yeah, well. Yeah, because that's the thing. Because he had the line, Om Dog hated by many, confronted by none. Deleted it two days later after everyone was like, "This is shit." Yeah, and like also confronted by none. Um, didn't I just fucking write yeah, a whole hate, diss hated, track about hated you? Hated by everyone, confronted by practically everyone. 
And then uh, the the decline of Omdog, I actually feel bad because I kind of I feel like I I I was the catalyst for ruining his hip hop career um, because after I went public with my rap, um, other rappers like uh, Boss Baker, Boss, yeah, uh, destroyed him uh, in a, in an actual freestyle rap battle. And um, actually, shout out to my friend, fellow comedian Jack Marshall, who is ex Toowoomba and actually filmed that. Oh, he was the one. Who, I tried to watch it the other day on YouTube. I it doesn't. Find yeah, you it. can't find it online anymore. Damn it, Marshall. I I hope you're listening. I will make you listen. Just hit, hook me up. Because I remember uh, there was a line where he references Caleb Stoddart, and and he just like is in the back in the crowd somewhere. He's rolling a ciggy, <laughs> and he, and he hears his name, and he just goes swag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved him. He was a nice boy. He was a nice boy. Um, I used to. Do you remember the green room, um, the venue? It was a Wait, venue, no. it was a music venue, but it was out in like the industrial area. So like you're only oh. playing to people who you near yourself. Deviations. Yeah, it was near deviations. Mm. But like you had to actively work to bring people out there. It wasn't the sort of place that people were going to walk past and be like, ooh, bands. Right. Because there was a lot of metal shows there and I worked there. So like Caleb, well, he'd just hang at the back and we'd have all these great chats about post-hardcore. He'd run into the pit for like two minutes, just go rank, just like throw up in the middle of it all and then just come back and be like, yeah, I think you know what happened, Denim. Yeah. That, I mean, he was, a, he was a wreck, but he was a sweet kid. It, 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 it was like, <clears throat> this is Caleb Sodder yeah. that you're talking about? He was a sweet kid. He was always drunk and high, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but that's just the vibe I got. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, the Omdog, the feud, the beef that I had with mm. him lasted six months, and it was a, it was a lot of fun. You came in uh, at one point, and we, we wrote the melody... Uh, well, we just we just we just ripped off another we just song. Ripped off another song because that's what Omdog did. That was yeah. a, that was a point. We were doing it to we were subverting expectations. Yeah. We were being super fucking cool. That's right. And yeah. the song we chose was Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz. Yeah, which is a fucking sick song, by the way. If you are gonna choose a song that uh, to rip off, don't choose New York State of Mind. Right? Yeah, like sampling is a thing. I get that, but don't just like take another hip hop song and just steal it wholesale. Yeah, we didn't. We we well, we kind of did, but we didn't really because Clint Eastwood uh, has like a whole rap uh, kind of uh, what do you syncopation to it? Yeah, specifically for that song. Whereas the rap that I was doing over the top of it was nothing like it. Yeah, so yeah. I felt it was a bit. bit yeah, you it, weren't it, just like stealing Dell's melody yeah, or anything. Yeah, we were just using just it as a, the words. as a metronome, really. Yeah, that's it. Just to go, oh, I say the bars in this amount of time. Yeah, it was just. A, I, it. I wrote that chorus of like, "There's a rapper." Yeah, and then you just did what you did around it. Yeah. Oh man, that beef was so fun. I I uh, I, I remember we had at one point. So we used to perform this at a, at a small cafe called Bonamici, and it. Normally, like on a, on a good night, you'd have 30 people there um, yeah. listening to the open mic nights. And then at the height of the rap feud, or the beef, because this is a beef t- subject, yeah, uh, it was packed. It was ridiculous to the point where the owners of the cafe came to you and said, what did they say to you? Oh, they were mad at me because it was so packed and there were so many acts because like, the interest from you and Olmi started bringing other rappers along mm. and it just meant that like there's so many people trying to get on and some people couldn't get on when they wanted yeah. and rather than going like we've got a huge room that is full of people and full of life and hopefully full of money they just went like get this shit out of here which is so weird that's such a backwards way to run a business you yeah. have all these customers in your in your you know venue and you're anyway my it, it, it was, it was tough too. like 
Like my word, like the toughest part of open running that open mic was when it was actually successful because it was just like trying to serve a three-headed monster. Or it was like the the acts wanted one thing, the venue wanted another thing, and the crowd. Like you might have in your mind like a running order. The audience did not give a fuck. Like if you went on, they wanted Omi to go next. If Omi went on, they wanted you to go next, and vice versa. A lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I mean it was. You know, you really want to... It was a crowd service type situation, which, yeah. which unfortunately the venue wasn't really keen on doing, um, which is a bit silly in my That's okay. Opinion, I don't do that anymore. They got to a point where they decided they weren't keen on paying me on time, so fuck them. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. I can one, maybe, one, one would even say you had beef with beef. them, right? I've, I have beef. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, look out, guys. They don't, they don't run that cafe anymore, do they? Um, I think they sold. Wayne doesn't. Vicky still does. But oh, like, Vicky still does? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I haven't been in there in years, um, just because the coffee isn't great. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I don't want to be that dude, but yeah. I have beef with their coffee. <laughs> I think it was always it was not even so much the coffee itself. I think it was more like there's always generally there. They always had one person who like, no matter what, like you could have put like actual horse shit into that machine, and I would have trusted that person to make it okay. Mm. Sorry to like blow sunshine up your ass, but like, you were one of those people at one time. Fuck yeah! What's up? So yeah, that's another weird wrinkle of this is that you actually worked at Bonamici did, before yeah. this all happens. When I was like 17 to like 20. Back in the old open mic days where like your set coincided with your break. Yeah. Yeah. And and it wasn't even a break. I was I would just do a set. Because uh, that was when Cook, Cookie was running. Yeah. And Cookie would just get drunk and wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was amazing. It was actually really, I think it was the best job I ever had uh, in terms of like, it was weird. Like, dynamic. I got more free drinks when Mace was running it and I was just a regular than when I actually ran it. Yeah. Wow. When, like, when Mace was running it, I basically drank for free. Like, either yeah. Cookie would be there and Cookie would be like, whatever, he can drink what he wants. Or like, Mace would be like, come on. Or like, yeah. I had it in with a staff member. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, once I actually started running the open mic, it was like, uh, you, you have to pay for that dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so they weren't giving you free drinks when you're running the open mic. That's that's pretty lame. I think it all depend. Like sometimes, like there was a particular guy that if I got him at a moment where like the owners weren't around, like he'd give me like a milkshake or a tea or something. But right. Yeah. It wasn't like the old days of like drinking like all night for Get free. Milkshake. What then you... then climbing up a ladder and like hanging up cables at the end of the night. That's insane. That's dangerous. That's probably more dangerous than beefing with Olmi, if I'm being honest. True. Would you say you would have beef with hanging up wires? Oh, no. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. It was fun. I was fucking cut. Like, every night I was taking my life into my own hands. This was like an all-consuming period of Toowoomba, for me at least. Yeah. I feel like everyone knew about it, but probably not. Um, but it, it was just a, it was an awesome experience. I'm glad that in my life at one stage I had a, a rap beef uh, with another rapper yeah. when I wasn't even really a rapper, but I um I, I I I'm an actor, so I I pretended I was. My one moment of like hell yeah, I feel like I won this was um his videos got not amazing views, but by Toowoomba standards, they got fairly good numbers. Yeah, they got good numbers. But um at one point, a couple of friends of mine and I made like a remake of like the Force Awakens teaser trailer. Yeah. And it got like 90,000 views, which again not huge numbers, but by Toowoomba standards, pretty good. And then one time I saw her and it was like. Like, in terms of like Toowoomba videos, it's like The Floods, yeah. then our Star Wars video, then Toowoomba State of Mind. Wow. We got more views in Toowoomba you, State of Mind. You and tagged that was... Toowoomba in the video? I think we did, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. If you want to, when I'm looking up Star Wars, I'm thinking of local province, provincial sort of towns. I mean, our I whole shtick was that like, we're just three dudes from a shitty small town who like, and we like, 
it was kind of like Sweden. Oh, so it was kind of like a, a, a sketch group or something like that. Is that kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So it was, it was just like you know the, the Millennium Falcon was just with like you now. Why the oh. fuck didn't you invite me to that sketch group, huh? You were off doing your thing and living oh, your life. I was. I wasn't into one before like ten years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we would have made a great sketch group though. We would have. Yeah, man. I want to make out with you. Oh. Is that weird? Is that a weird thing to say right now? Do you, want, do you want to like give V twenty bucks and make a go see a saucy puppet show? Saucy puppet. Wait, <laughs> where's the saucy puppet show around here? I want to go see that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck making out with you. There's a saucy puppet show. I'm there. Or did did, did you mean we're going to be the saucy puppet show? Oh, we could be. You know what? Let me drag this back on track. How did how did drag this, this back on track? How did this beef kind of resolve itself or end for you? What, um, what to you was the end of the beef, other than just like an arbitrary? Well, I'm leaving, so that's it. I think I established that I was the alpha male, and I just left. I think that's all it was. Uh, I, I think he. The, I think the pinnacle of the beef. This is where the beef ended in my eyes. Was was that night when Om Dog came to Bonamici and tried to rap battle me. Um, and from my recollection, he bombed on stage and everyone loved me on stage. Mm. And he even like, like did this at me, which is like, where you're kind of flexing, got to come at them. Yeah. Like a, like a fake. He did that in the, um, the rap battle against boss MC as well. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he went to go for boss MC in that. Didn't he? Like he actually went for like the actual line was like, why didn't I just knock you the fuck out? Like they're doing UFC. And oh, he really and he went too far. Really went yeah, in. I think yeah. He went too far. With yeah. it. He didn't know. He didn't know how to like, cause his chin's so big. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't <laughs> stop the momentum from, from moving him forward. Yeah. I think that's what happened. But um, with me, he was on stage, which was weird. Cause I was in the middle of the audience, like in the crowd and I was just sitting there. I think they had set up a table for me to just sit at. And I was sitting there like <laughs> I was watching like a judge. And, uh, and he, he like did the fake at me, but he was on stage. And I was like, uh, you just, in my mind, you just lost. Because that was the most ridiculous thing you could have ever done in that moment. Yeah. Just try and fake a punch at me while you're 20 meters away from me. <laughs> It was also like so out of character as well because like in all of his other interactions with us in that venue, he was always like the nicest, chillest bro. Like, yeah, you guys are ripping me, but it's all cool. We're just having fun. Yeah. And then they get on and he try to be like daddy hard boy. Yeah. And it just didn't work because we all knew him outside of it and he was the sweetest guy. (laughs) (laughs) And he would look always so awkward, like he's out of place or uncomfortable or he's afraid that people are looking at him too much. That's how I always saw him. He's like always kind of correcting where he's standing sort of thing and like he's uncomfortable and um, I never wanted him to feel that way. Uh, so do you feel sad that you squashed his rap dreams? No, I feel <laughs> like I, I helped him, you know, like I feel bad for him that, that he thought he was going to be a rapper and he tried it out. And then he, you know, because of my dissing him and then boss Baker dissing him and, and absolutely destroying him in a rap battle. And then like a few other people tried to take a shot at him and stuff. And he was getting a lot of hate, because that, I, my doing that purported that and stopped him from doing that, that made me feel bad. But I also don't feel bad that he isn't a rapper now because he was so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, I love the guy. He just wasn't a great rapper. So do you still interact with him on any level, like even just casually? No. I think he like took a lot of it to heart. I don't think he, <laughs> I, think, I think he actually like sincerely thinks that I was being this huge asshole and trying to like, diss him like hate him personally right right when i was just memeing can i tell you about the last time i actually physically saw him i thought you were gonna say physically assaulted him yes <laughs> oh yeah because like look at him and look at me like i could totally kick his ass right yeah, yeah it looks deceiving man 
you know. He's, a, he's, he's, a, he's like he's too big to punch. If that makes sense. Like he'd have to, sw- he'd be like a chipmunk. He'd have fighting. to like swing his whole body to throw a punch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those ones where there's too many muscles that his yeah. neck doesn't move anymore. So like, provided yeah. he was willing to just stand there and let me wail on him for ten minutes, I have a chance. Yes, true. You just have to run around him in circles, right, and then just punch him in the back of the head whenever you get far enough around <laughs> yeah, his backside. Just, just, yeah, yeah. Wait till he like puffs himself out from like watching me run. It's like fighting him is like fighting Mike Tyson in Punch Out. <laughs> SNES. Yeah, it was NES. Oh, that was NES. Yeah, it was old school. It was eight bit. Pretty sure there was another one on SNES. There was right? another one after that. I was Super yeah. Punch Out. Super Punch Out. Damn yeah, it. but that didn't have Mike Tyson. It didn't have in Mike Tyson. No. But anyway, the last time oh, it had like a big Russian dude at the end, didn't it? Big burly, like kind of fuck off Russian dude, kind of like out of Street Fighter. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never got that far. No. I, there was this one guy who could actually kick you in a boxing match. Which first of all, that's not fair. Yeah, that's, that's illegal. And there's one of those ones he could just do at will. So normally a lot of them are like, you know, there's always kind of a tell they have. The telegraphing. Yeah. Yeah. Like his eye lights up, so he's about to do this super move and you just know here's how you get around it. Yeah. And and, and this, this, this one, one didn't have a telegraphing. Yeah, he could just he could just kick at will. And it's like, this is bullshit. Have you ever had beef? Um well, I think Apart we just, from like I think we established that I just had beef with Bonamichi. Yeah, you did have beef with Bonamichi. So I guess It depends like, on how you define beef. There's people I dislike, but like is it is it really beef if like I despise someone and they're like who is that? No, I feel like beef has to be public. has to be at least somewhat two way. Yeah, yeah, and it, and I feel like it has to be in the public sphere to some degree. Like people know about it, yeah. right? If you word is on the street that there is beef between these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. It can't just be like it can't just I, be me intensely disliking someone. Otherwise, I like, have beef with a lot of people. Yeah, and it can't be like my relationship with you, where I just like despise you. But I'm doing this because you spotted me into doing it. I think we're friends. Yeah, man. <laughs> sure we are. <laughs> Always. Do you know what? Um, I, w- I really want to tell this story. We got sidetracked, but the last time I saw Omi, right? Mm. It was at Bonamichi. He was there with mutual friend Adam Heathcote. Hey, good hey, guy. Shout out, Adam. Shout out, they, they... Adam, and then shout out James Acaster, which Adam was in a band with. Yes. Therefore, we're only three steps away. James, book me sometime. You know I'll be great. James, love me sometime. <laughs> but um, they came in together because they were like workmates at one point. Mm. And I'm, it's very early in the night, so I'm like talking to Adam about putting him on and when he wants to get on. And then at some point, Omi just blurts out, nah, it's cool. You don't have to put me on, Steve. It's fine. And then we all had a laugh and that oh. was that. So he, he was down there. He wanted to go on? No, no. He was just there with Adam. He didn't want to get on. But you said, hey, do you want to go on? No, I was talking to Adam about getting on, just like organizing like I'd normally do. And then he just and then came he just, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He's like, you don't have to put me on, Steve. It's fine. Did he want you to put him on? No. I, I feel like he wanted you to put him on. Then like, did, he didn't bring a backing track or anything, so that would be weird. Well, maybe he could have done an acapella. <laughs> you know, you can do that with hip hop. That's the great thing about it. But, but, but who but, comes but, out of nowhere and I just know, says, I feel like that oh, was, hey, um, man, no, hey, you don't have to put me on. I wasn't gonna. I feel like it was just a uh, moment no, of just, just uh, saying, you don't have to. Of just acknowledging our history and being like, yeah, that was a fun time. But uh, I feel like, yeah, he's, he's he's owned it. Like, I know he'll ever own up to the fact that he wasn't oh, a good rapper. Okay, this is years later after yeah. the rap feud was yeah. over. This is, this is like, like, Am I a moron? Yeah. V is saying yes. Okay, good. Yeah, this We're is just probably conferring like... with our with our. Uh, what's your role again? <laughs> Intern. <laughs> <laughs> this is only like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it was like, like, like I said, like I said, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's funny then. That's funny then. Yeah. I don't talking. know if he'll ever cop to being bad. Like, I don't know if he'll ever be like, oh, that stuff was shit. But like, 
he's kind of he's kind of cops to the beef being like oh, okay that was all I, I a bit he, silly i think he i think he would be okay i think i think he's got wits enough about him to believe that he ended up becoming a bit of a meme and i'd be okay with that legacy you know if i ended up being a meme and people loved me because of the fact that i was doing something and it became a meme yeah i'd be okay with that legacy you know some people wouldn't be would depend on the meme though surely exactly if someone had just like photoshopped your face onto like a turd and been like but in his and then so, just, in and, his... and the, the meme was just like double turd yeah but you know Speaking in of his beef, case, please we do know, that we know what <laughs> see she's an intern i tell her to do stuff and she does it <laughs> um, but we know that the what 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 his meme was which yeah. was that he was a rapper people loved him right they did love him they probably still do someone right yeah and... he did parlay that into some like djing work at some point Right. So, yeah. But people like love his personality. Knowing him personally, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Also, knowing that he did that again, that's why I feel like him I don't feel the least lovable. bit bad that I spent the last forty minutes dragging him because I know that if he was listening, he would be like, <laughs> uh, "Got me." Yeah, and I, I hope to I hope to goodness that he would also you know have uh, take take what I've said in good faith as well that I'm only only memeing. I'm still memeing because it's still oh, in my. You're always head. memeing. I'm always memeing, man. I was I was raised on the internet and on the streets. All right, don't start <laughs> a beef with me or I'll fuck you up, motherfucker. So let's wrap this up. I think we've. Normally we go through pros and cons, but I think we established fairly early on that beefing is bloody great. There are no downsides no to this. No downsides. If you get the chance, do it. Kids, don't do drugs, but definitely start beefs with your local rap artist. So you know what? On that note, Matt. Yeah. You and I, beef squashed. Beef squashed, man. Yeah. Yeah. We came nice. together over our mutual love of beefing with someone else. Yeah. I, I feel great about this. I feel like this is very therapeutic of me to unpack all this sort of stuff. And I'm so happy that the listeners were able to listen to it. I'm so happy that V was able to sit through it uh, and um, not say almost a single word the entire time. Fantastic. I think it's good because this is also, I feel like this is one of the defining stories of mm. our friendship, mm -hmm. yet we've never talked about it on the podcast. Not once. Notice that my uh, mic is wobbling. Did you see that when I was leaning on here like this? Oh, it's wobbling. Yeah, that needs to stay in. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. It needs to, okay. Oh, you want to keep that in? Yeah. Sorry, yes. No, but this is, uh, yeah, we, we, we established our friendship with this almost, pretty much. I think it solidified our friendship. It solidified. Like, it brought like, us together. Like, we have the whole beatboxing at MJ's birthday party story, but, like, we had just met that night. Yeah, and we, I didn't really know you after that point either. Like, I went home that night and You didn't think said, about hey, me at all? Wow. Well... I mean, I thought about you in the sense that you weren't, I didn't think about you. I thought about you, but I wasn't thinking about you. Does that make sense? Like, here's the thing. You know what? Beef you back on. Been... Beef back no, on. No, come on. We just squashed this, man. Oh, I've tried so hard. <laughs> I've been working for 10 years to squash this beef with you. <laughs> you do you reckon Michael still has a beef with me for, for beatboxing for 20 minutes at his 21st birthday no, party I think, unsolicited? I think he sees the funny side of it. One, I remember yeah. one time I was with him. I think I brought your name up. It's like, oh, I was with, I was with Matt. And he was like, oh, the guy who ruined my 21st. Was, but it was very like wide-eyed, like, with a very obvious brilliant. wink. It was so good. I got so much hate from doing that. <laughs> he, I should say for the people at home, our mutual friend, Michael Johnson, it was his 21st birthday party. MJ and you were acting cohorts. Yes. Basically, there was a point where like they threw the floor open and anyone who wants to make a speech. This is after like the official speeches. Yeah, and I'd only known him for like two weeks. Oh, wow. I didn't even know him very long. So, Matt, what did you do for a speech? I beatboxed for, for what I thought in my mind was five minutes. But was actually about 20 minutes. It was about 20 minutes, apparently. Yeah, I just kept going. I remember being there, like, seeing the split in the room too, and, like, 
MJ's musician friends being like, what the fuck is this clown doing? To all MJ's actor friends just being like, he is so good. Oh, was that what the split was? That was the split. Damn. It was the split between the actors and the musicians. So the actors were like, damn, he's impressive. Awesome. <laughs> That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> beef squashed again. Yes. <laughs> beef double squashed. Yes. Oh, man, we've double squashed some Come beef. Come to our burgers, have some double squashed beef. Oh, yeah. And some squash on your beef. <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap this up here. This was Let's Get Dangerous. We made you laugh. We made you think. We hope our podcast doesn't stink. I'm Stephen Denham. Joining me, as always, got to sign out, Matt. Yeah. Fuck structure. We do what we want on this podcast. I hope you guys have a lovely week. See you next time. You know what? We do what we want so much that V is going to get the last word. Yeah, V. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. Here we go. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Brilliant. We're out. Brilliant.